I like to joke about the man box, which is like you can only be a man if you fulfill these certain qualities and you stay within this mm-hmm. this square of like you're in your man box and you're safe in the man box. And something about for some men about going near feminism is is a step out of the man box. The most important thing any white feminist can do is educate herself and listen and engage with the experiences of women of color without silencing them. Because sometimes as white ladies, we just have to shut the fuck up. I hate Katy Perry. I hate Natalie Portman. It's me. relaxed. Stop fighting with me. Stop fighting. All right. Okay. I'm not fighting. <laughs> Part of feminism is the freedom to let other women make choices you don't necessarily understand. So while you may not want to walk out with like tape like X's on your nipples and booty shorts, that may be the strong feminist choice for another woman. And even if you can't imagine yourself in her shoes, part of your job as a feminist is just to support her. <laughs> Welcome to Last Man on Earth. My name is Lex Drager. As always, I'm flanked by Matt Ralston. As you know, we had to take an extended break from the show due to Matt testing positive for the virus. No, not COVID-19. The good news is Matt's going to live. The bad news are his phone calls to over 47 men with very unsettling news. Do you miss when uh, AIDS was actually a thing? Like when people talk about AIDS, like the AIDS virus? Well, I kind of missed before it. Before coronavirus. I, I remember being a child. And like it was just kind of the new thing, you know. So, I was like, but you didn't, you were never concerned you were going to get AIDS. Oh, I'm a hypochondriac. I was convinced I had AIDS multiple times. But I mean, you knew it was from, only from sexually transmission. So you knew you weren't going to get it. Did you think you were going to get it, like from sitting on a toilet seat or walking around? Oh with gay people? no, just from having sex yeah, with yeah. a lot of strange women. But like, you didn't go to like Starbucks and think I might get AIDS here today. No, but there was that urban legend that went around every city, which is. Um, that's been disproven, but someone goes and sits down in a movie theater or it varies and there's a needle there. Oh yeah. Yeah. And you sit on the needle, which is impossible, real or not impossible, but highly difficult to accomplish. Uh, yeah, it was always, I think that was always in TV shows where someone stuck themselves with like a needle right. and they had to wait. So, I, I guess cops, like when cops were rousting needles off people, that was pretty dangerous because they had to wear, you know, if they weren't wearing I gloves. randomly looked it up, I guess nurses, which, by the way, what a horrible job that is. I would never fucking do that. Uh, fuck that. I would kill myself <laughs> immediately. Um, I'd root for the COVID. If they get stuck, I think it's like a like a 2% chance that they, they actually get infected. Of HIV, you mean? Yeah. Yeah. I, I, they, they wear, now they wear the thick... I see all the EMTs, like the last many years, we all wore thick gloves for everything. They never touch anybody without gloves on, and the cops too. Anybody with drugs, drug-related. Because they do have needles. That's a big thing I see. And I go watch all those fucking reality cop shows. They always ask, do you have needles in your pocket? Right. And the any person sharps. Always, any sharps. And then the person always lies. <laughs> so right. So I'm like, oh, yeah, man, I got a lot of heroin in my pocket. <laughs> like, sure. Like, and then the cop always goes, like, tell me now. And then they always find it. The guy always well, lies. Always yeah, so it. I don't get what's up with these guys. Because I'd be like, well, I know you're lying. So before I go ahead and jam my finger into your dirty needle. Yes. 
why don't you just take all the shit out of your pocket? Fucking <laughs> yeah, asshole. Exactly. Or just like, here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to light a torch next to your pocket. <laughs> Let me know if this hurts. I just want you to strip naked and, uh, you know. And they know. They, they can tell who's using fucking needle. What kind of intravenous drug Usually users look pretty like. pretty obvious. Yeah. I, this, uh, this, is, this, is, this could be unsettling today. This week's show is sponsored by Dark Black Lives Matter. Get this. This might be the most racist thing ever. Let's be honest, you yellow bones and mulattoes and people who say you're black, but it's impossible to tell because you're lighter than a Puerto Rican. You have it pretty good. Dark black lives matter because, let's be honest, nobody really discriminates against Steph Curry. I can't even tell if you're making this up or not. <laughs> I tell you. Oh, so, you are making Here's my theory. It's not a real thing? No, it's okay. not a real thing, but here's, here's my theory. So I broke, I had a lot of time you know, during the, uh, the break to think about race relations. I, have to th- I think I was looking at all the people that get really like uh, pull over by cops, all this stuff. Seems to be dark black people. Like I feel like light black guys do really well. Like all the celebrities, all the business people, all the other stuff. And this could be like a, a, a bad theory on, on race. But it seems to me like light skinned blacks don't get discriminated against. I don't think I agree with you. However, I mean they, Stephen they, Curry is highly overrated. So <laughs> no, maybe no, you have I a love point. Steph Curry. I just there's there there was a woman the other day on ESPN. I was watching this, and again, this is the the white man's perspective. Not apologizing, but I don't know the this different strata of the black uh, social systems. But there was a woman, and she was uh, uh, I've watched her for many many times on ESPN on like around the horn or something. I think she's a reporter, and and I didn't know even know she was black until she did like this rant BLM rant about how like my people this my people that. I'm like, are you kidding me? Like I'm darker than you. I don't understand this. Like I understand that. Genetically and whatever heritage-wise, you're a black woman, right? But there'd be no possible way I could tell. She had straightened hair, was pale as pale as whatever, and then she starts talking about like my people have been oppressed, like, and I was like, what are your people like the, the Irish? The Irish, <laughs> like, <laughs> I mean, there's, I mean, if you think about what racists do, blatant racists do, they look at someone's skin color and they discriminate against them. Right. So somebody's actually like pale as fuck and has, you know, sort of Caucasian-looking typical hair, they probably get no discrimination. What's, and your name's Tracy Johnson or whatever. You probably get no discrimination whatsoever. Whereas the guys who are, like, fucking jet black, you can't... It's, you're, you're toast. You have to, like, every single racist hates so you. You're, I, so you're saying, like, you can't fake it at a certain point. Only, I don't think light-skinned blacks pretend to be white... Uh, well, they re- probably have a black parent, though. They probably have a ha- black parent, but I just think that people are like, it's sort of like when people were accepting gay people, like the less, the more masculine gay people were accepted first. Mm. Like the Nancys, which you're not allowed to say in Scrabble anymore, by the way. Uh, they took half the Scrabble list last week. Yeah, like the really effeminate, oh, the really over the top effeminate gay guys got accepted last. Mm. And the dude you didn't know was gay and was kind of cool and you played basketball with and you found out he was gay and he, we, we watched football with. He got accepted first. He was never that good at basketball. Though. No, he was never. No, he was usually usually fouled a lot. He fouled. Yeah, <laughs> called for fouls. A lot of hugging <laughs> rules, guarding it a little too close. But it's like I think people like if you're gonna if you're if racism exists because of color, then the the closer someone is to your color, the less you're gonna discriminate, and that the you know different they are, or it the makes different accent. I mean, it, it I makes don't know. sense. One of my theories. I think I feel like that dark black people need to break away from Black Lives Matter and start their own group. Or just just start fucking white chicks. That's happening. That's how that's happening. That's already happening. That's happening. I was thinking about like in two or three hundred years when everyone's blended and they had done those like what facial recognition is gonna look like in three hundred years and everyone's the same color. What are racists gonna do? What are they gonna do? <laughs> like they kind of just start I can't remember the comedian 
It was uh, what's his name? Oh, fuck, Jim. Uh, anyway, they just make up stereotypes that aren't real. Like you know, Brazilian people, man. You know how they're always uh, not having air conditioning in their cars. It's like what? <laughs> so That's not Bra- even a stereotype. So they're gonna hate on Brazilian people? Yeah, you just invent some shit to hate about. And it's gonna be rough, man. When like even like the white supremacist families have like black members and so forth. Uh, I don't know. I have noticed like everybody's posting. I've went. I've been following trends, and everyone I know in my social circles has started posting more pictures of themselves with black people. Hmm. As if that's like a, that's like a thing. Like you know, hey, look, I just uh, had a, it was a found. I found a photo from seven years ago. It's me and like my black friend. Like, hey, we you know, I was. <laughs> this is a funny story, or interesting enough. I I hope. Um, so I went to basketball camp. A good friend of mine was black, but his. His mom was white and his dad was black. And for some reason, at this basketball camp, they said, all the white people stand up. Do they really? I don't know why. This is a long time ago, right? doesn't make any sense. Yeah. Not re- this is not recently. Well, no, no, no. I was like 10. Okay. And uh, so he didn't stand up. And they, they said, all the black people stand up. He stood up. I go, well, you, you are half white and half black. You think he could have stood up for both? I, I thought so. It didn't go over well. Wait, why did they? Why? Why were they? What was going on there? Was there like a, a, a Jim Crow? Was this a Jim Crow basketball <laughs> camp? I, no, it wasn't a racist thing. I think they were really, trying really? to make a point about how I, I don't even know. It actually seems pretty fucking racist now that I think about <laughs> yeah. it. I mean, I think you'd be arrested now if you tried to, if you try to do that. <laughs> so, I mean, certainly unless you gave the, the black guy some sort of like extra, what do you give him, like extra rations or something? They got to <laughs> apologize. Um, the kneeling shit's getting, getting a little on hand. Uh, do not forget to become a patron of the show on patreon.com for slash last man earth. Thanks to all our new patrons. Get on this shit now before it disappears. If you wish to contact the show, hit us up on Twitter at Last Men Podcast or on Facebook, also Last Men Podcast. All right, on to this show. Now, we haven't uh, met since uh, like 130,000 people died of COVID. So I'm looking for pandemic lockdown stories. Uh, what, what, what did you, how have you spent your time during the global pandemic? Just fucking a Jewish chick, and uh, mm-hmm. you know, do you believe that will save you from the virus? I wrote a book actually. Which Did you? Maybe I'll try and promote that at some point. That's a nice. You buried. The How lead. have you been spending your time? Uh, nothing. I've been doing absolutely nothing. So uh, there's. How I is did, that different than what you were doing <laughs> prior? True. Well, now I do nothing but locked in the house with. Uh, well, so here's the worst part. If you have kids, so they cancel all the schools. So all the schools were canceled starting in March. That sucks. And well, online school, which apparently. By the way, they did a study in LAUSD, like 40% of the kids never checked in for online school for I two, and a, two and a half months. No, would I, you? Uh, I probably would have checked in, figured out a way to game the system and then leave and then come back at the end of the day. Like, everybody got, so, like, are they not, so they're not getting like a degree? No, well, this is high school, middle school, whatever. And they kind of like, since LAUSD was unable to provide internet connection and computers for everybody there were not able to enforce a rule that said you had to have attendance online and the state you know that the way the money works with the state is like it's based on attendance right so like when you're tardy if you're miss school you know you get the phone calls and stuff because they lose 28 bucks a day or whatever per kid mm-hmm. from the state because they only pay for average daily average attendance so in the crisis they waived that so they gave schools full funding regardless of who regardless of who logged in or not so there was no incentive really on the part of the school to track down the kids who were not, who 
who just disappeared. So what have the kids been doing? Just getting hammered and fucking each other? Uh, video games, I think. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, fucking around. I mean, I don't know. That crime, crime rates actually went down during the lockdown, of course, because nobody was really could go anywhere. So I don't know. They're just fucking around, playing video games, and just, I don't know, watching TV, probably. Sounds really boring. Yeah. But so when you, if you have kids and they are like, you know, you're kind of locked into that they're gone 40 hours a week. And then, of course, then all of a sudden they're not gone any longer and they're all inside your house every single day, all day long. That's fucking maddening. I don't know how people, like, especially people in tighter quarters, I don't know how, they, how, they, how they've done it. And now they're talking about going back to school one or two days a week in the fall. Like, that's the plan. That's a horrible plan. <laughs> well, I can't even imagine. <laughs> it's like, can I, you imagine just being in an apartment? No. I, I mean, that would suck. I could live by myself in a tiny place. I could live in a closet by myself. But if I had five other people in there with me, I just would kill. I would murder everybody. Dude, they'd kill I, me probably first. I mean, I live in a reasonably decent-sized apartment, and I, I still think I'm going to kill myself. Uh, well, you're living alone, right? Or you're sharing with somebody? A, a good friend. Who's okay. never, he's never home, though. So. Yeah, I mean, I could li- I've lived in tiny places, like little stu- what they call the studio apartments where like your bed's in your, in your kitchen. And it never bothered me. I don't need space. Like as long as I'm alone, I don't get like claustrophobic, mm-hmm. you know. But when the minute there's someone else there, then it's like you're fucking all of my nerves, dude. <laughs> like, like you know, the minute I have to move, step aside, or like move aside, or like bump into somebody, then I'm like, fuck, I can't take this anymore. Especially if you're not fucking them. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm just I mean a roommate, like a, a girlfriend. Even a girlfriend gets kind of tiresome outside, of, like just banging into people, waiting for the That's bathroom. The worst. Waiting for the bathroom. Ah, and I'm like, like. Come on. I don't want to know what's going on in there. No, I don't have to like if I go to the bathroom, I don't have to like wait. Are you almost done? Are you almost done? Like, you know. Mm-hmm. So it's dark. <laughs> but yeah, so that's uh, basically what I've been doing is trying to psychologically survive. It's been and, it, and people have it way worse than me, so I get that. I don't I, I have to believe I know the suicide numbers are way up. Uh is that right? yeah. But there was a study of Ohio that said like the calls to the suicide hotline were up like eight hundred percent during the COVID crisis. I assume some of those people didn't Make I mean, system. imagine if you were just thinking about it before. Yeah. Now would be the time. <laughs> yeah. Just pull the trigger. Well, or you're like kind of like, well, I still got, but now I've lost my job or my business is sunk or so like I can't. And really... I realized how much I hate my wife. Yeah. Like I read a, a study that, uh, or, or husband, whatever, that people um, are, are talking about their jobs and their spouses literally have no idea what they actually did. <laughs> I love that. They're like, uh, no, I know what your title is, but what the fuck did you do? And they're like, nothing. No. I didn't do shit. No. And now I'm at home being all moody and hateful. Now I'm at home just taking five-hour shits. And the only people who left, the only people who were able to leave for their work were people who all brought COVID back into the home because they had to work at like the sausage factory or Ralph's or something like that. And they right. like, it's like Ralph's, like in, it was thinking of West Hollywood Ralph's. 145 cases of COVID among the staff. Like, only, only one old guy died, I believe. But, like, still, like, it was, like, it got to the point where it was, like, 100% of, like, the staff had COVID. Right. And then I'm like, okay, you're 22. You're fine. You're not going to die of COVID. But then you're going to live with your grandma. You go back to your grandma and the seven people you're living with. And those yeah, clusters I mean, all fucked up. Yeah, yeah. That's the way I think about it. Like, I don't really care about myself. No. Because I'm healthy and I just don't really you're not even the, you're not a high risk you're not the grandma like with whatever not high risk yeah. but then I'm like well if I expose you know someone else well me. they live in like so those people at Ralph's at the grocery store who are checking they don't live like in the Orlando NBA bubble 
<laughs> live like you know they don't have that those privileges. They have to go home to like seven other people who are also working and like sharing a, a multi generational. Why would apartment. you keep showing up to work? What, why not just file for unemployment right now and make even more money? And make more money than you're working. I don't know. I got than you're making work. I've been to Ralph's like five or six times during the pandemic. I must have been there on Amazon, but it's fucking frightening in there. It's just like I'm like, I'm not like a germaphobe, but it's like once you're aware of germs, because you have to be now, then as you walk around, you're just scared. You're like, this is well, fucking nuts. It, it was frightening before. Yes. So like, now it's quite a bit worse. It was Friday this thing about the flu or colds or just fucking germs. Right. People like fucking massaging red peppers and putting them back or whatever. Oh, like my God. The person eating like out of the soup container, like a hot soup, the free hot soup. Oh. <laughs> the store at the Vons I used to go to, the, the lady, the, I don't know if they were homeless, just like senior citizen ladies would come in just to sample all the soup out of the soup containers and put like the ladle back. So what? <laughs> like, because so, I don't think either of us are germaphobes. However... There are some things that needed to go away, and uh, like free samples are one. Yes, I don't think those are coming back. No, nope. nor should they. No. Nope. Um, Anytime uh, they put food, uh, salad bars. So uh, yeah, salad bar. I would never eat a salad bar. I'd like uh, <laughs> So um, I, uh, I always tell a salad bar story. I was once at. Um, I once got invited to a, by an important person at the Dodger game, so I got to go to like those VIP section. Where they have the dining, the dining area, like really good food actually, and all the stuff you can get, like free booze, free wine, all that stuff. These are like I don't know what they are, thousand dollar tickets or something. And uh, Tommy Lasorda's in there, and Tommy Lasorda goes to the salad bar, and he uses his hand to grab the salad out of the salad container. That's unacceptable. <laughs> Why? <laughs> just because he's an eighty year old fat Italian guy. <laughs> just. Is he as fat it's, in person as he looks on TV? Is he is he still alive? Even this was like twenty years ago. I feel like I feel like he was eighty and obese like twenty years ago. He must be dead. He's I think. Be dead. But he would just st- stuck the big old paw into the into the lettuce and just grabbed it. I'm like, I'm like, you're next. I'm like, yeah, no, I'm gonna skip. I think I'll have something hot and fried, please. Something. Can you just extra fry my anything I'm about to eat? Well, it's like when you go to. You've been to Mexico, right? Oh, yeah. And so... That's all of Mexico. I forget about, like, the ice and stuff. And I never got, like, a a horrible diarrhea or anything. But I was pretty aware of it. But, yeah, just... I'm just like, just give me a bunch of cheese. Like, I don't want anything green... That's why I get fried. I always get fried food, just because I know it's been hitting the four hundred degree oil. Right. You can't get sick from like French. Kill fries. everything. You cannot get sick from French fries. It's always produce. I mean, I hate vegans. It's always produce and lettuce and all the vegetables where all the bugs live. Yet the Japanese remain healthy. I right, so our, our it sounds like our COVID stories were hor- were not really very good, but I imagine they match what everybody else done, which is just nothing. Which I believe that's why. I mean, I know there was like. I think George. our audience is listening to this thinking we're entitled cunts, actually. <laughs> well, I hope so. I mean, I don't really know anyone who died from COVID. I don't really know anyone who got sick from COVID. So. I know, I know a, sort of an acquaintance that died, but he was in bad shape. Yes. Usually, and, and it's really bothered me that the, the media doesn't say that when they say someone died. Like, if an 85-year-old person dies from COVID, you know why they died. Right. right? They have weak lungs, weak heart, whatever. They got pneumonia, they die. They die from the flu all the time. But when they'll say, like, a 32-year-old, like, person died, like, in Lancaster, I'm like, how? Like, what, you know, they never list, like... Well, so I was thinking about it conspiratorially, as you would assume. The Broadway actor 
who passed away from oh Nick Cordero unfortunately yeah. passed away from COVID. So I was like, well, he is a musical theater actor. He almost certainly has HIV. And then they made a point to put a story out that said, no, he was totally, he didn't have any pre-existing. I'm like, well, I mean. That did make a lot of sense. Do you think you would have to say that? If you, oh, you mean, well, he was It just seemed like protesting a little bit too much. It just, I can't imagine. I mean, everyone has something. They may not know what it is, but everyone who's young it dies from this. Obviously, has something. There was a girl, like, I had to dig down to seven, because in the state of California, since I have kids, I look at the numbers, not a single child's died from COVID. I mean, under 18, not a is single, that right? zero. Wow. According to the state, these are state numbers. And there's been, you know, I don't, there's 9 million kids, but like there's been 20,000 uh, positive cases among kids of the 120,000 or so positive cases, and zero have died. So it doesn't really. And there was a story in Florida about Florida, it's George, somewhere, about a 17 year old girl who died. And like, 17 year old girl dies of COVID. And then it turns out you dig a little deeper, and you have to go to the bottom of the article. And she was obese. She had a congenital uh, birth defect of some kind that had sent her to the hospital many times before. She had diabetes. And her parents treated her at home with a series of drugs they thought would help her. <laughs> and obviously she didn't, and she died from COVID. So, so not, not your typical healthy teenager. No, no. So I don't worry about the, the kids. Yeah, I mean, the kids definitely can give it to other people. But I think my theory on the, riot, on the riots and stuff was, yeah, I mean, black people have been oppressed and beaten down and stuff like that. Riots have been going on for 100 years. But I think it was all like the people, the angry, like, White kids who were like locked up for four, three or four months just wanted to go out there and just fucking break some shit. Mm-hmm. Like they just really were like, I, I can't imagine what it'd be like to be like eighteen again and be locked up for four months. I would have gone fucking nuts. Like I would have been out there flipping over police cars. Like, what are we protesting it? I don't care. Let's flip that fucking car. Let's let that car over. Like, let's yeah. take out Sax. Let's take out Sax Fix Avenue. I think there are a lot of people involved in that were just like pent up fucking anger, sexual frustration. Just wanted to go break. Just wanted to go break something. Yeah, I mean, especially you're living in LA. I mean, you know, I, I mean, even you grew up in the Bay Area, but like where I grew up, there was so much space. Imagine just living in LA and packed. Just your parents are losers. I, I'd, I'd be so angry. I would be so pissed. And you're just waiting. And they finally say. I mean, it was odd time. Let's, let's say black guys die fairly regularly from being beaten, <laughs> killed by police. So it's not like it happens once every twenty years. It's not like George Floyd was like, this has never happened before, now we're going to go nuts. No. In fact, it, it happened like a week before, two weeks before. It happens that. just enough to keep people on edge. But I mean, didn't like, there was a, a, a black guy killed by, a, was a woman, by three weeks earlier, and nothing, there was no react, there was no real reaction. So, I mean, there was, you know, the boy, whatever, protest, but there's no street reaction. Right. So the George Floyd thing lined up with uh, Memorial Day when everyone finally got out. And then it happened at the same time. And so everybody was out. They were told they could finally leave. And then that day, like, George Floyd is killed. And then it went nuts. I mean, it was, even though very much unfortunately and not making light of it, the police do think they're able to murder black people pretty, yeah. pretty easily. I feel like they feel like they can murder white people, too, if they're low class. Oh, no, I've yeah. been attacked by a bunch of pigs. but um, Fight the power. The... the uh, that was a pretty egregious thing. Oh, yeah, yeah. But I, I honestly think, I think if you look at April and May, I bet there were also black people. If there was one, I just can't remember what it was. I think it was in, in Atlanta, maybe, or somewhere where it was like really bad. And it, actually, uh, Breonna Taylor, right? Breonna Taylor? Yes. Right, that was right. before George Floyd. Yeah. And there was very little reaction from it. I mean, there was uh, Twitter shit, but there was not a single uh, riot. 
That's true. And then when Florida came out, it was right when everyone got out. It was the end of May, and people were out. It was warm. It was it, people were out for the holiday anyhow. And then it just became. I mean, like a I wouldn't party. characterize the protesters as opportunists necessarily. No, not the core group, but but I don't, it's just easy to jump on the coat. The white dudes. Let's say let's go with white dudes with state, skateboards. All right, I'll agree Sk- with that. Anyone carrying a skateboard? It just all you had to say was white, and I'm, I'm good. Just, with that. I would go with guys who are carrying skateboards. <laughs> like like that's just not a, a core of element of Black Lives Matter. Also, you just don't see a lot of black dudes with skateboards. So you really don't. No, it's just not a thing. All right, that was uh, our covered stories are actually fucking horrible. So, uh, but luckily it's staying around. So we'll have we'll have more time to talk about COVID because it seems to be getting worse. Just feel so you no, know, it's mostly older people or people with conditions like that. But I, you know, it is bad that younger people are getting because they are bringing it to the older people. So it has seemed to, since since they actually stopped sending COVID patients back into the nursing homes, it seems to have slowed down. The deaths have slowed down a little bit. Um, but I don't know how you stop 20-year-olds from partying at the lake. I just don't think that's conceivably possible. You, dude, you can't change human nature. No. Like, where I live in Venice now, they they open the restaurants, and they're supposed to have it, like, spaced out. So yes. it's like, you know, you, and people have two drinks, and they're just blowing each other oh, yeah. on yes. the patio. Yes. Like, you can't stop it. No. Just, especially when you're young. First of all, you're young, so you're normally stupid, and you're fucking horny and all the other and aggressive. And then you read and you know you're not you yourself personally are not in danger really of, of being in trouble from this virus right so you're like oh, i won't go see granny i'll protect whatever but i'm fucking 25 i'm a multi-millionaire i got 10 chicks who want to bang me in my you know downstairs right now what am i going to do like really i'm going to like fucking watch pay-per-view and lock myself in my in my place i wouldn't no <laughs> i mean i wouldn't either that's another thing like on a slightly different topic that won't be coming back is beer pong that should go away forever. Oh, really? Well, well, I hope not. I saw people playing it on the beach, but I, I think they're suicidal. There was another. There was a person. Uh, one of the cases I read about. God, I'm, there's always if you dig deep in these like younger person getting COVID stories, there's always like that giveaway. But it's always like in the eighth paragraph, mm-hmm. like some guy in San Diego who was like 24, just was partying after college or whatever. It's like, oh, we all did like whatever drank, and then we all did like this game where you trade drinks with each other, and like you. You pass like drinks around the table. I'm like, what? Like I've never heard of that game. Like, like you, like you drink a sip of the beer, and then you pass the next person. They drink a sip of the beer, and it goes around the whole table. It just seems like a bad idea. <laughs> it's just, I'm like, yeah, just that probably had nothing to do. Probably nothing to do with it. Like we're just like, you know, I should have known better than to go to bar. Well, if you're gonna go to bar, you should know better not to drink, share a drink with twelve twelve strangers. <laughs> That's just like. I was like, and that was like in the very last. Well, we paragraph. sit here saying this, but you're telling me you've never played beer pong and just taken oh, yeah. a filthy ping pong ball that was on a, a just like AIDS-ridden. Yeah. And we got sick. I mean, I got sick a lot in college. I remember getting sick a lot in college. Yeah, we got flus a lot. So like, shit went around. It wasn't like I mean, there were sex diseases that went around, but that was you know from certain behavior. But there were viral like respiratory. Like, if one person got flu where you lived, everybody got the flu. Like, it went fast. Like, I remember yeah. that. Like, if you lived in the dorms or something, and, like, one kid was, like, sick one day, next day it was 30 it was like kids. meningitis went around and Meningitis, stuff. fucking lice, yeah. or whatever. <laughs> like, Dude, <laughs> people are filth. Yeah, you live, but you live in, like, you look at the military, those guys, like, when something goes around the barracks, it goes to everybody. If you live close to people, you're going to get everything they got. Right. Unless you fucking tent up and fucking wrap yourself in a human condom. There's no way. And you're breathing on each other and you're sharing the showers and the toilets and the fucking food. Well, dude, wrestlers, when I was in high school, 
wrestling wasn't cool. Actually, it's not cool anywhere <laughs> except <laughs> Iowa. Um, they would get ringworm on their fucking heads. Yeah, yeah, and mad herpes, and her, it, all kinds of uh, one dude in the papilloma. So yeah. like, if you. It's, it's, if it's, you didn't need a reason not to grind your dick on someone's forehead, yeah, the ringworm, I, I would, I would think that's a good reason not to. The dude wrestlers actually, from my experience, get closer to one another and grind each other more than I would a strange woman. I took to bed. <laughs> I would just be a little more wary, like of like. <laughs> I have never been as intimate with a woman as wrestlers are with no, other guys. Certainly not a random woman I've never met before in my entire life. It was what the fuck? In, a, in a single. What a retarded. <laughs> All right, Matt, we're moving on to NBA social justice statements. And I got to test you. So I, I, I assume you're aware of the NBA social justice statements. I did. They were given a list of things to pick from, as if that's not quite condescending. Uh, yeah, and also like the minute they are patronizing, I should. So say. when they went, so I knew they're going to do like Black Lives Matter. So that's one option, of course. I'm like, okay, so that's the players wanted Black Lives Matter option to wear on their thing. They're painted on the floor. It's probably what I would pick. It's all the vo- It's all vogue. You can't go wrong with that. But then they said, okay, somebody at the league office said, or some players rep said, like, well, it's not that most. Everyone's gonna want to, not going to want to wear that, but we need more slogans because it needs to be bigger than that. Well, what if you're like uh, Steve Kerr? You know, like what if you're a dorky white guy? It's going to look kind of like a dick move. To well, I mean, I, I think Black Lives Matter is a great if they, movement. If but, they said, if they said everyone's going to wear their jersey, I don't think anyone would complain. Right. It's not going to be like Steve Kerr, very progressive. Well, by the way, it's not I don't want to like, blow your. One of them I have a problem with, but just why don't you go through? Well, the list? so there, there, so I'm going to give you, I give you a test. So I'm either going to give you the name of uh, one of the approved slogans, or it's going to be the name of a top fifty selling rap album. <laughs> you have to tell me. You have to tell me which one it is. Okay. Okay. See us, hear us. Is that a NBA social justice slogan, or is it a, a name of a, a top-selling rap album? It sounds more like an R&B group, but I think it's a slogan. It is a slogan. You're right. I am a man. That's the one I think is weird. <laughs> so I happen to know that, so let's move on. Okay. No Way Out. Oh. Is that, is that a 90? Is Beyonce <laughs> in that? I, I'm going to say... Rap group. Puff Daddy. Good one. Good one. Um, <laughs> this is a good one. How many more? Uh, is it's It could be the title of a Bone Thugs and Harmony album. I'm going to say it's a rap group. No, NBA, NBA slogan. Oh, that's a bad one. Very necessary. Uh, it's, that's a bad rap name and slogan. Uh, I'm going to say rap. Salt, pe- salt and pepper. <laughs> salt and pepper. Album. Very necessary. Very necessary. Okay. All right. Say her name. That's literally a Beyonce song, isn't it? I, I don't know. Is it a Beyonce song or not? Couldn't it be both? Uh, it could be, but I'm only working off the top 50. Well, she wouldn't be in the rap albums. So I'm only working off top 50 selling rap albums of all time. So say her name is a social justice slogan. It is. It is. Right, a couple. A couple more. That's not, uh, it's not good. <laughs> um, to the extreme. 
<laughs> well, that's a rap group. Vanilla Ice. Vanilla <laughs> Ice. <laughs> uh, don't hurt them. Uh, that's tough. Shit. Uh, rap group? MC Hammer's top selling album. Okay. Oh, <laughs> uh, Hammer Don't Hurt Them. Hammer Don't Hurt Them. Yep. So your your Bay Area influence is uh, <laughs> coming out. Uh, let's see. Okay, a couple more. Um, blood of My Blood. God, that is bad. Uh, shit. I'm going to say Raptor? DMX. <laughs> um, respect Us. Uh, that sounds like a slogan. Yep. And last one, Si Se Puede. Well, are we going international here? I'm, it's, either, it's either an approved NBA racial, social justice slogan or it's a top name of a top 50 selling rap album. I'm going to say rap album. Social justice slogan. <laughs> Who wrote case. these? What um, <laughs> fucking hack loser wrote this shit? Do you know one of the things on here is like, these ones I wouldn't even use because I know you would know what they are, but one is group economics. That's an approved social justice slogan. <laughs> Were these churned out by a goddamn robot? I don't know. I mean, like artificial intelligence. Group economics doesn't actually mean anything, but I would love to be the guy. That's going to be like the uh, the one kid from like the Ivy League who plays in the NBA. (laughs) Like group economics in the back of his jersey. Right, right. (laughs) That'd be be amazing. (laughs) (laughs) Everyone's got like Black Lives Matter or like Enough is Enough. I can't breathe. He's got group group economics. If you have that, you're just an actual racist. Yeah, but I don't, it's on the approved. They came with 30. And then, by the way, you saw what LeBron said. So no. LeBron said he's not going to wear any of these on his back of his jersey because he wasn't asked to participate in the... He didn't feel the players himself were asked to participate enough in the, in the coming up of the slogans, which with LeBron only means one thing. He didn't get to put a trademark... He didn't get to come up with his own slogan he could trademark and sell on his, on his jerseys. He is so awfully full of shit. He really, he? he really is. I mean, why can't I don't he just, even think he knows it. Why can't he just wear Black Lives Matter on the back of his jersey? So, I mean, I'm sure he... Well, well, so if you were in the NBA, you know, you'd probably be a six-man. You could probably, you know, some power forward. If I was a white guy... What, what if, would you pick? If I was a white guy in the NBA, I'd wear Black Lives Matter, no doubt. Absolutely I, th- possible. I think that's the obvious. It's the safest choice. Because if you wear anything... If you wear group economics... People are going to read into it. I think they. I think they want to write communism, but they wrote group economics instead because communism probably wasn't approved or social, whatever it is. I mean, it's supposed to refer to because well, any proper protest has to be approved by a corporation. Yes, I, I think but uh, but I mean, I wouldn't. I wouldn't wear. I wouldn't wear anything where people go like read into it and say like, "Is he really not in favor of Black Lives Matter?" That'd be dumb. So I just would go with that. I just think every. I mean, I like. I'd be like every corporation in the United States right now and put Black Lives Matter in the front of my website. Right. Just because, why not? Because I don't like just. Well, also, you'd like to think that you care about it. Uh, well, I don't know how Maybe much that's like, been lost in translation. I don't know how much Norelco or Monsanto or these companies really, really suddenly learned their. I mean, like, if you cared about it, you cared about it before June 1st. Right. <laughs> like, if you suddenly cared about it and you're selling Subway sandwiches, it's I a, mean, little it would, cynical, a little honestly, cynical. Honestly, it would piss me off. Like, it would piss me off anyway. Like you said, you should be pissed off already. But if someone told me, here, you can pick from these options. Yes. I'd be like, you know, that's 
kind of what we're protesting here. Why would they? Why not just? I mean, if they all approve Black Lives Matter, I mean, why not just sew that into the back of the fucking jerseys and not this? This was like dumbest. This was like this is like someone had a job to do this, and they should not have had a job to do this. Like like Adam Silver appointed somebody probably a diversity major from whatever whatever because you know I saw the Lakers hired like I said this was like like a 25-year-old assistant professor from UCLA in like diversity, cultural studies, mm-hmm. to be their rate anti-racism, uh, whatever it is. Which, by the way, I don't know that getting the Lakers together and teaching about anti-racism is all that important. But whatever, they had to do it. It's a really good time to be an assistant professor of a black, black race relations right now because you're getting hired by all these corporations and sports leagues just for, for... I mean, yeah, some of them are all white. Black teams are all... The NBA teams are all black. So you think maybe they need a little less? Like little you know what was interesting uh, when the Lebr- uh, let's see, so whatever, like five years ago, police murdered another innocent guy, and uh, the Miami Heat. They remember they put the hoods on and they did a yes, but so just for whatever reason on that team they only had one white guy, and he was just conspicuously absent during that photo. Oh, was he really? Mike Miller. I bet it was just because he didn't want to... I'm sure he wasn't against it. He just didn't want to appear in the photo because it's just awkward. He's kind of distracting. It'd be awkward and like, you'd be like, eh, I don't know. But I kind of want to know, like, did they just not tell him about it? It'd be like, if you were the kid... <laughs> you think so? <laughs> I don't know. Like, if you're the kid, like, if you're the one, like, privileged kid and there's, like, 10 other kids who came out of the hood and we all have bullet wounds and made their way up on their own. You're taking a photo of, like, achievement. You might be like, yeah, I don't think those guys... I don't want to be in the photo with them. The guy stands out. I get why they did. I'm just wondering if LeBron, like, had to have his manager call the guy and be like, <laughs> don't show hey, up. practice is at 5 tonight, <laughs> but he was just lying. Don't show up. I think LeBron has to do with more with money than anything else, so I'm not sure he would, he would care about that. Ever since LeBron uh, trademarked uh, Taco Tuesday, I've just been hated, hated him even more. I, I really hate him. I, thought he was I think play. he's a huge piece of shit. I think if he had his choice, he'd put Taco Tuesday in the back of his jersey for the social <laughs> justice message. He just seems to be, I, I think in his heart, I mean, he does good stuff. He gives a lot of charity, opens schools and all that shit like that. So I should make nah, too much man, fun. He's totally full of shit. But I think he's full of shit, too. He encouraged everyone to vote for Hillary Clinton, and I looked into it, and he didn't vote. Uh, so yeah. right there, you're just an asshole. It's, it's not, the Nike Chinese thing always bo- oh, just bothers me a lot. So here's the one the ones I put. Here's the ones I was going to write for my um, social justice if I could have put it back of mine. Uh, this would be for the NBA players options. So just three additional options. Uh, one is uh, take care of most of your babies most of the time. <laughs> uh, slave labor isn't slavery if the kids are Chinese. Uh, <laughs> And the pool guy at my, my, my at my Miami estate looks at me funny. <laughs> so there's something there's something intrinsic, inherently weird about guys who make thirty million dollars a year. Carry I'm, they may feel in their heart and all stuff like, but writing things like "Cisse Poire" or you know whatever, stick together, group economics, whatever. It just there's something inherently weird about the cream of the fucking blessed crop. Guys who make who've got a two hundred fifty million dollar contract. Bitching about whatever. I find it weird. It may be in their heart. Their heart may have pure hearts, but it still but feels kind of weird. In the NBA and all You don't money. understand, though, because they relate to people because they, f- they filmed a show at a barbershop. <laughs> well, even they, look, a lot of them may have been come up, maybe have been hassled by cops and stuff growing up, probably did, all that other stuff. 
But it just feels like that's the. I always feel like that's the whatever the issue is when like a billionaire expresses outrage. I always feel like you're the wrong messenger for this. Whatever it is, it just you at some point you live such a lavish, amazing life. You can no longer be like a even like we talked about Jesse Jackson before the show started. Even when he did his shtick, he wasn't wearing the ten thousand dollars suits. He wasn't like dapper. He was like you know in rolled up sleeves in the street, like marching with signs and yelling at a bullhorn and stuff like that. He wasn't tweeting from his estate. He had like the sensibility, like I got at least front that I am one of the people, versus like I'm, I'm on a, I'm on a fucking pool float in one of my three houses and I'm I'm hashtagging. So I'm hashtagging. Well, there there's a couple things there. So. Like your average white guy is like, well, these guys are just lucky, and actually, they work their asses off. They work really the basketball hard. players, athletes in general. Oh yeah, yeah. No, they're. I mean, well, LeBron was. Yeah, he worked his ass off. I mean, and he's he, gifted, gift, obviously. genetically gifted, genetically gifted. But still, he he does work like a full time job. I have middle school kids. They were not six seven, two sixty, <laughs> and dexterous. No, I've seen and, them. Not and, even close. And could do turnaround jump shots in fourth grade and dribble with both hands, drive to the hoop with both hands in six. But so. there's also so I read a pretty interesting article about um, talk show hosts, game show hosts, like mm-hmm. Pat Sajak, mm-hmm. and they're all right-wing dicks. You know, because my they host. think, yes. well, I got really lucky, so how come everyone else can't make $50 million a year doing shit that any random asshole can do? I could see that, because really, any random asshole could be a talk show host. In fact... Dude, Pat Sajak doesn't have a personality. No. What? That's like his whole job description. I watched... Uh, I don't know and if you... he voted for Trump. I have you ever gone to the game show network channel? No. There is... Uh, I don't think... Dude, I guess it started before COVID, but there's a, it's a shit ton of like 30 new game shows that are all like wordplay game shows or, you know, viral... Vid- guess the viral video, whatever the trendy thing is now. And they're almost all hosted by like... Com- stand up stand up comedians like Jesus, in su- wearing suits doing little little jokey things with the guests over I mean, the I've sh- seen the app the like the trivia maybe No no it's just like Ben Glebe doing like I like what's, ben I like Ben Glebe too but it's like but he has to like really restrain himself which is the worst idea because you have a comedian and then you force him to only do little tiny jokey quips but then they have to cut themselves off. Why are you watching this? It sounds <laughs> awful. It's between, it's between two other channels I like. <laughs> but I just know, and there's like, everybody has this game. So literally, when you said that, the first thing I thought was any asshole could probably have a, talk, a game show. Because they literally right. are hiring any but asshole. But the right? way the pull yourself up by your bootstraps yes. mentality is yes. like, well, I mean, I just got handed some shit that I didn't really work for but so yes. I, I don't understand why like a poor black guy can't do it if it, it's if like, it well i can tell you exactly why you say if that model worked then snoop dogg would be like a hardcore republican if that <laughs> model worked then everyone there although he might, everyone he might would be. make 50 million dollars a year and there wouldn't be guys on the street he might be although i wonder if like snoop dogg is yeah he fits that model yeah i wonder if a lot of guys who are actually like very uh lefty progressive but are really rich don't just vote Republican when they go in the voting booth. So, I mean, there's a lot of those, like, you well, know. That is the Bradley effect, right? <laughs> yes, exactly. Which is debatable if it's true. Uh, I think it's true. Trump wants Trump wants No one's well. going to claim they voted for Trump five years from now, I'll tell you that much. Uh, no, nobody's going to claim they voted for Trump, but every single person in the entire world is going to claim they were at the Black Lives Matter rally. <laughs> All right, Matt. Uh, I want to talk about Jelaine Maxwell. I'm pronouncing her name right, I hope. I think it's 
Ghislaine. Maybe it's Ghislaine. I don't care. She's, she's both French and British, which is a combination of super annoying. Uh, not to mention she's a it was a, a pedophile pimp. So there was that stuff too. Is but, that worse than being French? Uh, it's it's the same, I think. It's so same. Yeah. The crazy part to me was that she could have gone. She was found in New Hampshire, and she could have gone to France. And they don't have extradition for those crimes. That's why Polanski's in France. Hmm. So they don't have extradition for sex crimes. Among there's only like murder and something else. I think where they extradite from France. So uh, she could she could have holed up in France where she has a citizenship and she could she could have lived there like fucking Polanski and she's apparently very wealthy from a very wealthy family. She bought a New Hampshire house with uh, cash from <laughs> some part thing. But I, I I hate her. I think I hated Jeffrey Epstein. One thing she said today, Jelaine Maxwell, which I thought was fair, even though she's a horrible wretched person who probably deserves to like have a rocket on her head, is that like now that Jeffrey Epstein's dead, everything's on her. Like, everyone's attributing all the rage from Jeffrey Epstein, who actually banged the underage girls, to her because he's dead and he's not around to take the heat for that. So she is being labeled, rightfully so, but also on top of all the shit she did, she's the only one left holding, holding the bag. So it's like four people murder someone and the other three are gone. She's the one who's taking everything. That's well, she was <laughs> complicit in yes, it. I mean, I, I, they also fucked a bunch of the same chicks. Oh, she did as well? Oh, they had like threesomes. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. I don't know why that makes it worse, but it does make it worse. So, I, would pay, I mean, the stories, the, the most disturbing story I heard was when she would like drive down the street and just doing something, another errand that would see like a hot underage girl. She would like stop the car, go out, pretend she was a modeling scout. Well, no one, sorry to interrupt. But like she would actually, like, she was actually on the lookout for young impressionable, attractive teenage girls. Which they also indoctrinated. So the main witnesses who are testifying, and they, they are victims, I understand that, they also recruited other chicks. Yes, yes. Which is gross. Yeah, for money. For money that they made. Yes, it, was their, job. it was their job. They put into their pockets. Yes. Uh, okay, so let's play, the, let's play the gender switcheroo game. So if you were a high school dude... And there was some like really rich gay dude in the area, and you were a high school senior or whatever, 17, 16, 17, 18. And he said, like, if you get some of the guys from your school to come to my party, I'll give you some untold sums of money. <laughs> like No, I'd be like, that's weird. And also every dude I know would be like, No. I think I would and, be- and if a guy asked me, like, hey man, I'll give you five hundred bucks if you uh, go blow this rich guy, yeah. I'd be like we don't know each other that well then. Not you. Well, so he's not. So say it's David Geffen. <laughs> so he didn't rape anybody, but David Geffen. Brian had, Singer. Brian, so Brian Singer's perfect. So say it's Brian Singer or Kevin Spacey, right? right. And he's hosting a party and you like know him. And he's like, hey, if you got like a bunch of like, you know, uh, teen friends who love a pool party, bring them by. Yeah, you, and I'll give you 50 bucks a head. No, I would think that was a very strange <laughs> proposition. Well, I don't know what's going on. Well, first of all, here's what I would think. Not, I'm not talking about like. I mean, it's easier. You know, I'm saying it. In, if I'm bringing my like, if I'm bringing like my buddies who are like six feet, two hundred pounds, and they're seventeen years old, I'm kind of thinking like, okay, look, man, if they if something ends up happening, that's on that's on them. Like, they're not going to be you know assault. They're not going to be assaulted. So like, a lot of the people that Brian Singer went to Brian Singer's parties. Like guys, and they hooked up with them because they, they were twinks. They were twinks or whatever. So, 
But I would think like it seems to me like a place where like my buddies and I would like think let's go there and drink all the beer and booze and food and leave, <laughs> and I get five hundred bucks. I mean, maybe once before you realize what was going on. I don't know, man. It, it, it's, it's very it's very different with women, of course. Fucking strange situation. You know what pisses me off about Epstein is the 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 smirk on his face. Yes, he thinks he's awesome. Yes, yes, and that bothers me in general. <laughs> Somebody was saying. She said, uh, was it Ghislaine? I don't think she's ever spoken publicly. I don't know. But uh, except she used to do, she was big in the environmental movement. So she's a good person. Uh, she won like an Ocean Save the Ocean Award or something. Great. Was it uh, Epstein would actually visibly shake when he saw attractive underage girls? He would actually physically start shaking. Really? And I always think it was like, A, that's disgusting. But B, he'd be huge on TikTok. <laughs> that would be like, he would just be, he'd have 5 million followers on TikTok. Like, that would just be a thing that everybody watched him. <laughs> like, I don't know why, but that was just something that would just like be huge on TikTok. Which... So what the fuck was his deal? All right, we know he was an informant, right? Uh, he was. In, he didn't make all his money from informing. He clearly informed on people. But I would assume he made a lot of money from supplying teenagers to sheiks. Yeah, I assume he got, but I don't think he got paid. I don't think he was paid like one, you know, one to one for that. I think what he did was like, I'm starting an investment fund. Some bullshit investment fund. You want to be in it. It's $100 million to get in. I'll manage your money. I have this great track record. And by the way, you get to come to these parties. You get to come to these parties. Mm. And so they're like, yeah, because there's no, he had a lot of, he invested a lot of money for people, but there's no evidence he did anything. He really did anything. Like he had like the guy from Victoria, he started Victoria's Secret, had invested a lot of money with him. He bought him like a $40 million house. I assume at some point he just started like telling people, like, look, You've been invested with me. You've been in my parties, and you kind of now want to just give me stuff so I don't tell people what you're doing. Yeah, that's what I th- I think. There's a lot of blackmail involved. Yeah, at some point, the later on, I think the blackmail started. And she apparently taped. She says she has two politicians on tape. Is a rumor, uh, actually. Visit. I mean, a sex tape with the underage girls, and then she knows a lot more names. But I just don't know. Like, it's to me, it's a conundrum. Like, do you give her a deal? You have to give her a deal to get the names. And she's not going to give anything up without getting a deal. At the same time, she's the only one left, and she's a fucking evil person. So what do you do in that situation? Because it's a no-win situation, really. I think you have to stage a fake suicide. Well, oh, Hillary. Hillary <laughs> I think Hillary's digging under, the, digging under Brooklyn right now. So. Oh, wait. So what politician? My first thought was Trump, but there's a lot of politicians, so I don't know. I think it's going to be like some... I mean, Clinton, probably. Well, a lot of stuff went on in the 90s. Uh, you would think Clinton, maybe... Although I'm not sure those guys were specifically... Uh, Bill, Bill Clinton's. Yeah, that's going to be Hillary. That'd right. be amazing. That'd be gross. It's going to be someone like that we haven't heard of like in 20 years, I suspect. Someone who are dad, like some old senator right. who's dad. They it's mentioned like Bob Dole. Yeah. Well, who gives a fuck? <laughs> no, be... Well, so the, you know, the cases she's up on are cases from the mid-90s. The actual cases are from 94 to 96. Oh, now, she can give more information, but the actual, she's been charged with crimes from 94 to 96. Well, that sounds very Bill Clinton-centric. Yeah, it really, does, it really does. Hillary, Hillary's just saving it, just killing people left and right to save him through his entire life. And he's just like... How many people does she have to kill? I don't know. Why doesn't she just divorce him? And I don't think, by the way, I don't think he wants to kill these people. I don't think he wants to... I think he's just like... She's just like his handler. She's like his fix. Like no, your, I think she's like, should we have this guy killed? And he's like, well, not really. <laughs> she's like, no, it's okay. I already did it. I think she's like his handler. Like she's like his uh, his uh, uh, what was that? Michael Clayton, like in the George Clooney movie, 
where like he takes care of VIPs right, and right. Then they get in trouble. Uh, fixer. Yeah, the fixer, like uh, Ray Donovan. He, fi- I mean, the very opening of the show, the guy, the rapper, has got a dead girl in his, in his hotel room, and he takes care of the body. He just does it by he knows what needs to be done. He, does, he just takes care of so it. So we know that Hillary Clinton has had sex once because they produced a daughter that looks like both of them. Yeah, that's definitely their daughter. There's no, there's no we doubt. can't argue that. <laughs> no, but that's can more. you do you realize that it's troubling that she has had sex? Yeah, that's, that's really gross, and, and I, I don't appreciate. I it. I believe they did it until she got pregnant, and then they never did it again. That's what I think. Yeah, and they had a baby because people who have baby, people who want to have babies have more than one baby. Okay, so like the fact they only had one baby, they were young, and they only had one baby, is kind of a sign that like that was just done for. Well, it's really, I mean, I'm impressed that he was able to impregnate her, <laughs> given that her vagina has fangs. <laughs> so I, I don't even. She wasn't. By the way, she was not as awful in the uh, awful looking in the pa- in the old days. <laughs> she wasn't. She wasn't bad looking. No, I mean she, she was, but she looked asexual. She looked like a f- college feminist professor. She had the glasses and the and the haircut, like I'm an angry female feminist professor. Yeah, but those women had sex too. So some, you know, which can you blame her? She was married to like a misogynist, like pig. No, but I think it was. Pro- I think she picked him. My theory is that she. There's that old joke about how when uh, this is going way back when Clinton and, Clinton won his first presidency there and do the drive during the uh, uh, inauguration. And Clinton, Bill Clinton sees a guy out through the limo, a homeless guy in the street, like living his own filth. And, uh, and he goes to Hillary, Hillary, look at that guy. Like, aren't you so glad you married me instead of that guy? And Hillary said, if I married that guy, he'd be in the limo and you'd be, <laughs> you'd be on the street. In your no way. <laughs> so that's just the old joke is like she made him, right? She picked the guy who was like the perfect candidate, right. perfect politician, which he was. He was a great politician. And she made him better. And she wrote, you know, she wrote him to his own career, then her own career after that. So she picked the right guy for sure. But I don't know that they were getting it on that they were that they were doing a lot of romantic hot tub hot tub time during there. And they definitely don't live together now. So it's really weird that um, they look like their brother and sister. You think so? They, I do. I think they look very similar. Like I don't want to fuck a chick that looks like me at all. No. No, I wouldn't want to fucking chick look like you either. No one does. <laughs> but <laughs> I don't. I don't know. I tell you, it's, I, it's fucking weird, right? It, they they had a marriage of convenience, and it worked out really well. I would say in terms of what they wanted. So they Do were. Do you think she has a, like a female side piece intern? Yeah, I, I would strike me as more asexual, but it's just possible. I mean, through the years, yeah, they talked about that with uh, what's it, Wiener's Wiener's wife, uh, Huma, oh, Huma Abedin. Yes, because they travel a lot. They travel internationally a lot together. She looks like the kind of person that might just like blow a dog or something. Which one, Huma or Hillary? Well, uh, Hillary. This has gone off. Huma fucked. Yeah, Anthony I know. Weiner. This is coming off as extremely massage. I think these people. I think my feeling about these people is like the royal. It's almost like royals in England. It's they get set up for convenient these marriages of convenience of what makes sense politically. Mm-hmm. And then just roll with it for as long as they can. And then they just sleep in separate bedrooms. Right, like yeah. it's just like an image thing. I mean, it, there was no way Anthony Weiner at one time was a very gallant, great romantic guy that you wanted to be with. That just never happened. There's no way Hillary was ever like a seductress who just you couldn't stop thinking about. Couldn't wait to get home from the office to have sex with. <laughs> so you know, and Clinton, by the way, had his choice of women probably, right. and, and, and Huma Abedin is an attractive woman. She could have probably got a lot of different guys. So I think these are like set up marriages, and you just roll like in the old days. You just roll with like a fixed marriage, 
did what you could, and you started seeing people on the side if you needed to. Yeah, that um, makes sense. So, do you, so here's the thing: Do you think Jelaine Maxwell make, is she going to be suicided? Will she be dead? Will she be dead soon? I think it would be too obvious. But I, my well, odds you are. You don't think Epstein was obvious? 50. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I'm, the, I'm ca- like, the cameras the cameras went out for the hour he was he killed he killed himself. See, the guards were the guards were sleeping. Like I can't. I but so if they did that. Wouldn't they do another one? But I I feel like even like your average informed person is yes. like, well, that Epstein thing was pretty weird, right? So my Hillary de- uh, murder uh, theory is she's gonna get like a, a protest, loot, a riot protest going outside the jail cell, and just find a way to get him get her killed during like that riot, like during a fire or riot or something like that. They're gonna have to be a little more creative on this one. Yeah, you can't just claim the cameras suicide. went out and, and someone suicide. strangled themselves to <laughs> yeah, death yeah. in an impossible fashion. <laughs> that was pretty good. All I want her, I want her to name. I so badly want her to name names. At the same time, I'm gonna feel really dark if she drops from like 25 years to like three years in prison. It's gonna be kind of like fuck. That's just so unfair for what a horrible, nasty person she is. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm kind of torn. But dude, imagine. Just imagine if it was Clinton and Trump. That'd be great. So it pissed off the left and the psychopaths on the right. That'd be great. It, I feel like it's going to... We know Prince... I feel very strongly it's Prince Andrew. Clearly seems to be one of them, right? Well, I... Wait, I, everyone knows that. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> but I, he might be on tape. Like, he actually might be on tape. Right. Like, he probably did a lot. Uh, Clinton, I could see, like, like, maybe just hanging out, but then going for, like, the 19-year-old uh, stripper, like, checking her ID and going for 19-year-old stripper. I feel like Bill is a little bit smarter. Yes, Yes, and, uh, Andrew. And I feel I also feel like Trump is is disgusting as he is. He seems to like big boobs, like huge boobs. So uh, a, I didn't think I don't know that he's. I mean, I can see him with a ni- eighteen ni- legal. I mean, like, there are teenagers with big boobs. These are fifteen year olds. <laughs> like fifteen. I mean, old. he fucks Stormy Daniels, who yes. is like a two, by the way. Yeah, but she was like thirty five then too. Like she was still disgusting. Oh yeah, so I'm saying, but I don't know that he has a predilection for younger necessarily. I mean, younger, right, right. You know. No, I, I. Agree. But there's gonna be like someone on. There's gonna be someone like the former. Joint Chiefs of Staff or some people like that. Something boring. Yeah, it probably will be. She's Prince. probably dead already. <laughs> she probably, probably is. <laughs> Matt, let's talk about Johnny Depp. we got to talk about Johnny Depp because uh, the story has... It's been going on for, what, three or four years now. And you've always been a Depp guy. You've always been on Depp's side. If they made a shirt that said Team Depp, I would... <laughs> I would wear it. There's, that's that's pretty gay. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, but the more, so now he's suing. He's suing. So he's suing the Sun Mag. So uh, you know his wife Amber Heard at the time accused him of abusing her with the cell phone to the face, which you always thought was a little too a little too perfect of a shape of the cell phone to her face. It was obviously fake. <laughs> Clearly he's, fake. Uh, suing her for libel. Which he, well, you know, he's, su- he's suing the Sun. He's suing the Sun. Sun UK Sun for saying he beat her. Suing them for libel, but as part of that libel case, suing them for libel. He's suing the son, okay. but the son has to prove that it was true because if it's true, you can't be sued for libel. So they are calling witnesses, Amber Heard, Johnny Depp, all the people around them, to testify to the fact that Depp was abusive. I can tell him. you he's innocent because if you were guilty, you would never go to these links. That's right, which is why most times when there's like a celebrity says I'm going to sue the Inquirer for like ten million dollars, they never do, right? Because they know it's a good dra- grain of truth and whatever went on. <laughs> Right. So I think Roseanne or somebody sued them once successfully for like fifteen million. There's something like I think it was Roseanne. Tom Cruise is always threatening to sue people because he's gay. Yeah, well, there was one that one, and also they said that he hadn't seen his daughter in six years and he had no relationship with his daughter. Mm. And so he sued, but then he dropped the suit because 
records started coming out that he hadn't seen his daughter in six years. <laughs> like literally, there was no he couldn't produce a single like travel record that showed he'd seen her in six years. What a weirdo. So, but I think it was. I think it was. It was. I want to say it was Roseanne, and they said that she like caught her maid stealing money from her and like beat and hit her and beat her maid, like hit her. And it was completely the false story. I mean, they made probably stole the money, but there was no physical altercation at all. Hmm. And I think she won like fifteen million dollars or something like that. Hmm. So it was like Ro- Roseanne beats mate beats made into an inch of her life or something like that for stealing. But that's money. one out of millions of stories. Yeah, I still remember when uh, remember John Edwards when he was having that yes. affair with his video videographer, and uh, he was threatening to sue the Inquirer whoever came out with a story. And then they tracked him down in the in the Beverly Hills Beverly Hilton, I think it was. And he ran to the back. He was with his mistress, and they, you know, they said, "Fuck it, you're like we're actually gonna." He was gonna sue them. We're actually gonna get video evidence of this. And they tracked him. He was with his mistress, and he ran down the hallway and locked himself in the bathroom in the, in the, in the public toilet at the Hilton. And they were like banging on the door, like John, we know you're in there. Come out, come out. Like, see, that's the behavior of a guilty man. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they they knew that he was doing. It. They had him. They had like a million pieces of evidence. They just didn't have him on video. He was like going to be president. He was going to be president. And then I think also, well, this is actually like his his wife was dying of cancer, right? I think his wife was dying. Yeah. Of, yes. I, I forgot that detail, which makes it quite a bit more despicable. <laughs> it really, really does. Well, what a fairly attractive videographer. Douchebag. <laughs> well, no, I don't blame him. Uh, so, uh, so Depp. So now this whole everything. Now everything's coming out. So they're they're under oath. Every, they're in a courtroom in England. Everything is coming out now, including the fact that she 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 took a sh- she or a friend took a shit in, in his bed. His bed. This while they're still married before the divorce, obviously. And he said that was the final the final straw. And then I like that her defense was, it was a prank, just a prank, like a funny like couples prank, <laughs> like like so not not funny at all. No, that would rely. I think saying something is a couples prank would rely on you being able to find one single instance throughout the entire history of couples where a couple <laughs> lovingly did that as a prank to one another. There's just there's no there's no instance of that. There's just you can't so <laughs> millions I, I, of couples. No one's ever done that before. I, see, I don't I don't know if I'm reading her. You know her her people channeling this. The, so the way I read it after he accused her of that was that um, that she said the dog shit in the bed. Initially, she said the dog shit the bed. Then she said it might be a friend of hers, but she would not commit under oath to the fact that it wasn't her. It may very well have been a friend of hers shit. So she's a filthy slob. She is. She's like a disgusting human being. She's angry. I mean, people forget that she was arrested in like ten years ago. Yeah, she beat up her lesbian, her lesbian friend of the uh, at the air, at the Seattle oh. airport, Tacoma airport, and um, it wasn't much of a beatdown. But still, it shows it shows a little bit of history of anger. She's, if you're getting, if someone's calling the cops on you, it's pretty bad. And so she has a history of this. At the same time, to be fair, uh, and to go against your guy Depp a little bit, he seems like he was right. So he's like. First of all, he has this weird, weird thing where he like is channeling like Hunter S. Thompson. He channels like characters he's played before. Like he's a little bit uh, he's Jack's, a weird guy, but he doesn't deserve to have shit in his bed. Like he has like he plays Jack Sparrow, so now all of a sudden he starts wearing bracelets and bands and and pirate shit. He's like he does Hunter S. Thompson, so now all of a sudden he's like this iconoclast. He's gonna start doing like shrooms in the de- peyote in the desert, you know, just like this. And like it's a weird. There's something psychologically very distraught. He was. Yeah, no, he's a troubled human being. <laughs> yes, he's. I don't even know he's still alive. 
he was spending thirty grand a month on wine. Yeah, I don't even know how you do that. No, that's I a drink lot. a lot of wine, but that's I, I don't even know how you run that town. I don't understand unless you drank. I mean, you'd have to drink uh, what like a, a thousand. That's a thousand dollars of wine a day. He's like a flamboyant, gay, like like he's like gay, a he's yes. like a gay guy, and she's a dyke. Yes, and I think it was weird because they seemed like. Also, let's not forget he would write messages in blood. Right, messages in blood. See, that's inexcusable. <laughs> even if you're 14, yes, it's a, th- a man in it. What? How old is he? Was he 80? Was he 100? He's like 50. And that he is wrote, not no. Like, get mature. I get hear, over yourself. I could see him. Like, I'm sure he was fucking high. But I mean, like, that's oh. just like something. He's like, oh, I bet, like, you know, some poet did this. T. S. Eliot probably did this. I heard about what. So I'm going to do this. I'm going to write my name in blood now. Like, so do you think he's just a dumbass? Uh, I think he's done a lot or of drugs. Or he's just really high. I think he's done a lot of drugs. And if you're drinking 40, 30, 40,000 of wine a month, it means you're drinking like several bottles of wine every day. So I imagine after a time that starts to fuck with your brain. And then I think he's just an I think, I don't know that he's that different. This is what I asked the question of. Is he really that? Is she and he, I mean, they're at a weird relationship because she's a lesbian. But are they really that much different than other A-list stars? <laughs> like, if you think about it, I mean... The blood stuff and the the shit in the bed probably a little bit more. No, I yes, I oh well, I don't know. I don't hang out with like Ben Affleck, thank God. But like, well, he was he was a, a alcoholic, uh, gambling addict, and uh, was banging the nanny. At least sounds awesome. Yes, I'm just saying. Like, uh, I, I think and, and Jennifer Garner was born a, a Catholic, strict Catholic, whatever. Not born again. Uh, what are the strictest Catholics are? That's a problem. So I mean, you look at any, not all of them. Some are okay, but I mean, you look at all these or Angelina Jolie and Brad Pitt. Weird, weird, weird shit going on. Like, I wonder how like unique this situation actually is, as bad as it sounds. Well, I, here's the here's the difference, or at least here's my perspective on it. I think he's actually a nice guy. Mm-hmm. He might be dumb and high and whatever, yeah. or maybe he's really smart and just really high. I don't know. You can look at her and tell she's a fucking cunt. Yes, yes. Well, first of all, she's a model. She's a tall model, and I would say what ninety percent or ninety five percent are horrible cunts, like yeah, like eighty five. <laughs> I mean, there's there's there, some nice ones. There's a couple nice ones, <laughs> but let's face it: really t- hot, tall female models generally not your nicest, kindest people in the world. So you know, no. it's just and someone that's grinding their teeth in every photograph yes. is probably an asshole. Well, here's the way I look at uh, women like that. First of all, most of them were probably. Horribly harassed, if not abused, when they were younger, um, sexually and otherwise, and probably you know sexually, whatever, at a young age, and all the crap that goes on in modeling. And at the same time, on the flip end, they have all these you know sycophants telling them how great they are, and their hanger honors, and their groupies, and stuff like that. It's sort of like a NFL player at twenty five, you know, just kind of an ass because he's been you know living a different life his whole time, and everyone's hanging on him, telling him how great he is. So that just makes me an asshole. You know, Justin Bieber, I always felt was an asshole as a teenager. He seemed to mellow out a little bit. Right. But he, had a, he was 16 years old. He had $50 million in the bank, and every single girl in the world screaming his name. He could do whatever he wanted, go to any club he wanted, break any rule he wanted. I kind of think we'd all be assholes. We'd all be assholes under that situation. Well, yeah. I mean, people in general, if you give them an inch, they'll take a fucking mile or whatever the expression is. But I, I feel like... Um... People, people tend to believe their own press. Yeah, <laughs> people are yeah pretty vulnerable to their own bullshit. But I will agree with you that I never li- I never liked her, 
And I'd never seen her really in a movie where I thought she was very, very good. She's boring as fuck. Yeah. She's a model. She's a model who does acting. She's something. vapid. Yes. She sucks. She has no personality. Yeah. So why did Johnny Depp marry Why did he marry her? At least Depp, he has personality. Yeah, he'd be fun to hang around with when he wasn't like passed out. But like, <laughs> or just going off and some, reading some fucking Celtic poetry from the 12th century that maybe everyone listened to it or whatever he's doing. But like, why did he? Mar- so why did he marry her? I, th- he needed, I think he needed something. status. He, right? You think so? I think it was like a trophy situation. I think I feel like he needed like a mommy. Like I feel like he was like he's a submissive type, and he probably liked her like anger control type shit. You know, before it turned really dark. I think she. Li- I think he. He's a guy who like knows he needs someone to take care of him. Mm-hmm. And I think they, it, those relationships tend to start with the woman being, "I'm going to take care of all this shit for you." You don't have to worry about anything. You can drink your wine and wear your bracelets and do your acting, and I'll take care of all this shit for you. But, dude, I bet there were so many red flags immediately. Oh, yeah. Yeah, well, she's a lesbian. Also, she, <laughs> so she beat up that. her lesbian lover, so there's that. And she's just a lesbian. I mean, marrying a lesbian is just not a good idea. Uh, Bill de Blasio's He married it. a lesbian who's never smiled. No. Bill de Blasio's made it work, work somehow. So I've never seen his wife. <laughs> oh, my God. Well, she's a happens to be a black woman. And she's a lesbian. And she's a lesbian. I mean, they have made a child together, but she was a lesbian for most of her adult life. And uh, safe to say, she's probably still a lesbian. and a hard, hard-looking lady. Mm. So somehow they they made it work for all these years. Um, you know, they're like they're kind of like Bill and Hillary kind of thing. But I don't know. I mean, I I just I find it hard when couple. I, I always go back to the takes two to tango kind of thing. Yeah, he definitely was into her shit for a long time until. She started framing him at least, and I'm sure he felt he did. He said how betrayed he felt, and he probably wallowed for six months. I'm gonna have to return the shirt because it sounds like she definitely <laughs> pegged him. Yes, I think she. I think she. Yeah. I mean, it's a hundred percent. Team Team Dab seems pretty much like it's been sodomized. Sodomized quite. Was sodomized quite a bit. <laughs> Matt, I want to ask you about something you wrote about the Redskins this week. Thankfully, we got an email from Elizabeth on topic of your topic of uh, changing the names of sports teams. So the Redskins, the Indi- Cleveland Indians, a bunch of other teams. Some have already changed. I mean, no one, no one really fucked up more than Lady Annabelle, though. I'll tell you, I'll tell you that. So they're now suing a black, they're now suing a black woman for the, the rights to the new name they came up with. Is supposed to be less racist. Jesus Christ. By the way, who doesn't know that antebellum is? Racially tinged, like who doesn't? They're fans. Their fans are idiots. Yeah, but they—they're all three like college. I looked them up. They're all like college educated. You know, they all went to college. They're all like music artists. They're all legitimate. Like one's like a third generation music family. So, Antebellum. They said they said they saw an Antebellum when they were studying their name. They went to an Antebellum mansion to you know whatever hang out or have lunch. So they said Antebellum. That's a great name. But like, who doesn't know that's a bad? Who doesn't know that's a bad idea? Like, even it's even the first years thing ago. I think of when I hear antebellum is racism. Yeah, that's the first thing that pops into my head. Yeah, and I'm not from the South, so I don't know. Like, if I grew up in Georgia, if that would be the same case. But you think someone would have said someone at the record label in L.A. or New York would have said something like, "Yeah, what about we change that antebellum part? <laughs> like, that's just not going to fly." So, uh, it's I, highly possible there are a bunch of racists. I don't know if we, uh, I don't I think it was more, stu- more, I think more, stu- I'm gonna go with more stupidity, but then they changed the name to Lady A, and then there's a black lady who's been a gospel RB singer for 30 years, produced records, not much sales, but produced records and works in clubs, Lady, lady A, 
And they claim they worked it out with her, but now she's suing because they, they're trying to get a block to block her from using her stage name. Like a 65-year-old black lady. There's a lot of things wrong with that. <laughs> there, there are. But let's get back to the Redskins because you had some ideas on the Redskins changing their names. Yeah, I don't... Because um, I know a lot of Native American people based on where I grew up. I don't have a problem with any of the other native mascots like the Indians, the Illini, Seminoles, the Seminoles. But redskin is just, it's an actual like racist term. Yes. It's, it's been a problem for a while. Like two, two Indians, two native Americans never met each other and call each other redskins. <laughs> like, that's not like, like they might be okay with like, Hey, you're Seminole. I'm Indian. You're Illini, whatever. But they never right. said like, Hey, redskin. Like, it's not like a cool. It's very true. Yes. yes. Like I could talk to, if the person was Seminole, they yes. wouldn't be offended by it. Well, so like chiefs, you, can't, you wouldn't call someone chief if you knew they were Native American. But they might, between themselves, go... But hey, they chief. have chiefs, though. I get it, but I'm saying it's not, a, it's not an inherently racist thing. You wouldn't use it. You wouldn't call... Like in, in uh, One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest, they called the Indian guy chief, okay? Right. And that's, but it's still not... It's not a total insult. I mean, it's, it's a prestigious... It is, thing. yeah. I think. I mean, I think. Here's one thing. Uh, um, it's not any different than having a team called the Spicks. It's really not. Uh, yeah, I think that was my AYSO soccer team when I, <laughs> when I was a kid. We were horrible. We needed. We needed more Spanish players. Um, so, what did you want to change the Washington, the Redskins' name? What was your solution? Uh, I forgot. The DC Snipers, I think, mm-hmm. would be very catchy. The best option. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, the oh, the the wall. Because mm-hmm. you know the football connotation, mm-hmm. plus it's racist. Um, what were the other ones? I forgot. You had a bunch, but I, I, I had the idea. The of, traffic. The traffic. Traffic yes. is good. Here's here's what I think is the biggest problem with changing the, the Washington Redskins name. I think people hate Washington more than they hate the Redskins now. <laughs> so I think they're going to have to get rid of the word Washington. So it could be like the Southern Maryland Redskins would might, might fly. But I think people actually want to get rid of the name Washington. I know that's going to happen. This is actually what's going to happen. They're going to change the name to Washington Tigers or some shit like that. Mm-hmm. And they're going to, some, the next person is going to say, like, Washington was a slave owner. You can't have Washington name. They're going to have to change that. So it's going to have to be a D.C. By the way, District of Columbia is also named after Columbus, whose statues are coming down, too. So, and it's also the capital of the country, which is kind of ironic, right? It's weird. It's like it's weird. the most fucked up name, and it's just like the center of America, so to speak. Yeah, it doesn't really strike me as like a. I mean, I guess I mean there are Native Americans everywhere, I guess, but I didn't really think about Washington D.C. as a big Native American place. No, I think about Oklahoma or Missouri or somewhere that you know. They were, of course, Indians on the, on the East Coast before they were all slaughtered, smallpoxed out. But, but you know, there are a lot of like Native American museums back there. It's all seems to be in Oklahoma and Wyoming. Um, but where is that? So where the question Elizabeth asked is: Is that a, is changing the team name? Yes, I think mo- most people, although Native Americans never really polled very high in changing Redskins names. So, I don't. Uh, I don't think that's true. I think that you think it was a false poll. Snyder just said that. I remember this from like years ago because they talked about it years ago. I'm old enough to remember when Jimmy the Greek, who was like the CBS football guy in the in the, in the game day, was fired for saying that uh, the black guys had stronger had stronger legs because why they were asking why all the all the running backs were black, right? And he said, the black guys have stronger uh, uh, th- thighs, I think he said thighs or quads or whatever, because, and he wasn't being malicious about any of this, but he's saying they are derived 
from the slave trade, and the men who had the strongest legs were the ones who were pur- were the ones who were purchased, and they produced offspring. And so it was a good point. It's it was a weird. It was kind of a weird thing to say, but it was actually was like if someone asked you why are all the why are all the running backs black? I mean, I'm not saying I agree with it, but yes. But he got fired. I think he got fired. We have noticed that every running back is black. It's just that when you say it with a really strong Pittsburgh accent, it sounds really <laughs> fucking racist. Yes. I mean, he was like a, uh, it was just an honest answer from him, and it's based in some level of science, but he got fired for, he got but Have you ever like been on a date and you start talking and you're like, fuck, why am I, this is going badly? Yes. So he should have just shut the fuck up. Well, nowadays, nobody would say that, right? But this is 35 years ago now. So this is like, it wasn't like this, all this stuff is brand, all this stuff is brand new. But I remember back in those days, too, they were talking about the Redskins changing their name way back. I lived in D.C. in the early 90s, and they were talking about it then, too. And they just never did. And they produced those polls, and I don't give a shit. Fuck, change the name. How many crackheads did you know? <laughs> there was, well, the Redskins were, by the way, the Redskins were really good then. So when he seems really good, no one gives a shit about all the other stuff. All right. Like when you're somehow when you're the worst team in the league for many years in a row, then all of a sudden it becomes a huge it becomes a huge issue. Right, right. Like and also, by the way, I went to Redskins games and they didn't do any of that like fucking tomahawk shit or like there was no headdresses. There was no actual Indian references at the game. Interesting. Um, I think they did have a chief. Did they have a chief? Mascot, I don't remember. But it wasn't like the to- Florida State with the tomahawk chop or whatever. The Braves used to the do that. The Braves do that. The Florida the Seminoles chant. do that. They do the thing, yeah. And where they're actually chanting like bra- Indian Braves. Right. Yeah, that's a little more offensive. But, but his, so where, is it, where, is, where does it stop? I mean, so if you have change the Redskins' names and they're going to change maybe the Indians' names, Cleveland Indians' names, they're going to change to some fucking endangered species and PETA's going to be upset. Well, I'm probably way on the far left of almost anyone I know, but uh, you know, I I don't think it's really cool that Washington and the people that founded the country owned slaves and then proclaimed that all people were equal. Mm-hmm. That's kind of fucked up and weird. So I don't respect them. I have no problem scrubbing them. Um, you know, getting rid of their statues. I think the the issue I see is like then you. There's a next. Like the people who do that, there's a next, right? There's always going to be a next. Right. No one's ever happy after that. No one, no like angry people. It's us. We're, we're next. <laughs> yes. Yes. I mean, if it was like if a commission of like sensible people came up with an idea of a list or whatever, okay, I'm, not, I'm open to ideas. But if like an online change.org petition starts changing statues or names of schools or names of cities, what do you think they do after they get like that one down? They go to the next. Those guys aren't going away. They just feel emboldened. And that'll be like, I don't, the slave ownership, obviously one thing, but then it'll be like some poet wrote some fucking like verse that was like obscene or something like that. We got to take his name off of or, you know, it doesn't, it doesn't end. Yeah. I mean, I get called a misogynist and a racist every fucking day. Yeah. No, that's me. That's me texting you. I know. You you should (laughs) maybe stop doing that. But, well, um, you'll be. I mean, so that's, as a comedian, I mean, that's something that stand-up comedians have dealt with a long time. And I used to get arrested back in the day. There was a time when stand-up comedians actually got arrested on stage right. for just using curse words sometimes, or using saying things that were obs- considered obscene. Or when two live crew was <laughs> would get arrested every time they did a show for grabbing their dicks or singing about sex or whatever like that. There was always a county sheriff in Tampa who would go up, <laughs> go up and arrest them for profanity and stuff like that. But that's like. I don't think what, what I don't think what you got you far left commies know is that uh, once you open the door to that, then people on the other side do the same thing. They start doing the same thing. So like you can't like 
there's no way to control like saying okay everything's up for everything's up for revision. There's so there's no way to set like here's the the goalpost. No, it just keeps getting moved. It keeps moves and it's going to come from both sides. I think there's a way to set it though. Really? Uh, first of all, I gotta say I'm against statues. I don't think we should have any statues at all. I think that was cool like in the Roman times. But now that we have digital photography, I'm okay with just photographs. I'm just okay with like an iPhone photograph. Like, I don't know why you need a sculpture. It just seems like something people did because they had absolutely no other way to commemorate people. Like, you we don't have... want a statue of yourself? <laughs> I do. I don't know. Ever since they put Ray Lewis up in front of the Baltimore Ravens, like, okay, yeah, he killed some guy, but he was a really good linebacker, so he gets a statue. I'm like, just how about, a, how about like a sweatshirt? Can we just put him on a sweatshirt? Like, does he need. Dude, I was talking to a good friend of mine who just isn't that into sports. And I was like, you, I'm not trying to make light of it, yeah. but I go, you realize Kobe Bryant crashed and burned in a fire helicopter accident, right? And he mm-hmm. was like, what? He didn't know that? When? He didn't know that? Like, you didn't know this? Yeah. He, he perished in a fiery... COVID kind of killed everyone's memory really quickly. Well, he's just not into sports. He's got a statue. Well, it's the, weird. Here's the other thing, too, with statues. So they had this debate. So they put uh, Kareem in front of Staples, and they put Magic Johnson, mm-hmm. and now they're going to put Kobe... But like you always run this thing because statues aren't like putting up posters. You can put up posters with a thousand people. But when you do a statue, you can only get a very small number of people. So they have to argue about who's statue worthy. Right. It would look odd if there were like 80 statues outside of Staples. Yeah, like a, like a Rick Fox statue. <laughs> like, <laughs> you know, people love Rick Fox. He was on like three championship teams. Fine. Give him a sweatshirt or a banner or something like that. Or like put his name in the, in the placard in the wall, the, you know, the Great Lakers or whatever. Right. But like a, a 20 foot tall statue in front of the Staples, like a, but it takes three years to build the sculpt. So they have Kareem, Magic. They're, and they're and... going to be putting Kobe up. All right. So, uh, yeah, I mean, but. What about like uh, AC? You want AC Green? I'm trying to think of some better Lakers. Like, yeah, where is the line? What about uh, uh, Scott? What's his name? Uh, Byron Scott. Byron Scott. You know, uh, Byron Scott gave. Wait, what was the age story? Uh, my fr- I, uh, uh, my friend who was a doctor. This is going to be a completely uh, urban legend. Uh, took care of uh, was a doctor in Boston and worked with another doctor. So this is triple quadruple hearsay. Uh, when Robert Parrish, he treated Robert Parrish. He was Robert Parrish's doctor. And when the whole AIDS thing came out with Magic Johnson in the early 90s, I guess it was, he said that Robert Parrish, who always was fucking high every single day of his entire life, his nickname was Chief, by the way, because he smoked so much weed. Yeah, he's a and, Yeah. And uh, he said that uh, Magic Johnson and uh, Cooper, uh, Michael Cooper, Michael Cooper would attend, bisexual, would attend bisexual parties, and everybody knew it in the league. So... That, there's your there's your quadruple. Where's the Byron Scott part though? Uh, well, I thought it was because I, I always thought it was Byron Scott who was the gay. He was always talking about being gay as well. Oh. So, but I guess it was Michael. I, the story I recall was Michael Cooper. I watched Byron Scott play in college, and he was fucking amazing. Well, I know the NBA has as part of their um, collective bargaining, they they won't let people get AIDS tests. No, I don't think any league does because there's probably a few of them. That yeah, no, AIDS is AIDS is like. If there's a case of COVID, they will fucking like lock down, <laughs> lock down, whatever. But if there's like AIDS, they can't even like test it. They can't tell anybody. They knocked it. You can intentionally give someone AIDS. It's like there's, you can make an AIDS salad. AIDS is like the most protected like virus we've ever had. Much rather have COVID than AIDS. 
or uh, or just uh, any virus like that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. For you. Yeah. Uh, well, I haven't quite exactly figured out how long term COVID fucks people up, but it's not as bad as HIV. So uh, I, that, it's that's really just a stigma. I'd, I'd rather die from COVID than get HIV. There was a uh, story last night how in West Hollywood. So you're in Venice. You didn't see us, but on Melrose and some other places, they, they have these emergency clinics. And the long lines, long, long lines wrapped around the block to get into these places last night on a Saturday night. And they couldn't determine if it was people that were going for COVID testing because a lot of people, the numbers are rising there, or just the annual HIV, the <laughs> HIV testing line. So, because there's always like apparently a, a thing to do on Saturday night is go get your HIV That's test. That's pretty horrifying. I mean, why don't you just stop engaging in whatever you're doing? If, you're, if you think you need the test, how about you just stop? You're talking about HIV. You're talking about HIV now. Yeah, COVID. You can't. I mean, these people live. You know, you know what's hot. It's almost all apartments. There's a lot of social activity. There've been, you know, marches and they did cancel it. They canceled the gay parade, which was really pretty huge. Uh, I don't remember when that's ever been canceled before. And by the way, I look forward to that every year. Oh, I usually go. It's the best. It's the best. It really is just one of the most amazingly gay spectacles you'll ever see in your entire life, unless you go to. Dude, we were. I guess it must have been the year before this. There. So on Santa Monica Boulevard, there's like condos yes. that overlook the city. And there were just people. I want to think it was a guy and a girl, but I don't think it was. No. They were just fucking behind a partition. So they were just silhouetted. Yes. They were just having sex in front of like 500,000 people. Oh, you mean it was for display? It was actually for display purposes. Yes. Yeah. It was they were getting off on it. It was two dudes. <laughs> it was two dudes. I know. Sorry. Sorry. I have to tell you that. All right. So I think we concluded nothing about sports teams. But uh, the Redskins are changing the name because FedEx already said they're pulling their sponsorship if they don't, and they're their primary sponsor. So they have to do it. And that's, I guess, the way it should be done is your, the, money, the money gets pulled from you if you don't change the name. I guess that's fair enough. I just would hate to see everything be changed that has, like, you know, a San Francisco Giants change because it's, like, mean to short people or, like, I don't know, whatever it is. Someone's going to find something. I mean, some of this shit's been crazy that people are trying to get rid of. Some of it makes sense, of course. I don't want fucking... If I was black, I wouldn't want a Robert E. Lee statue like in my, next to my McDonald's. Like, I get that. But like something more innocuous, like a, like a team name, like the Char- San Diego Chargers is probably rooted in some sort of fucking violence or something like that. I don't know what the hell it is. Uh, I, hate, I would hate to think it's open season on the names of everything because that's going to be nuts. Well, there's really not that many offensive ones outside of Redskins. Uh yeah, uh, you'd be surprised. Well, a lot, of te- a lot of college teams are changing their names. Uh, Dixie Chicks, by the way, got rid of Dixie. They're just chicks now. <laughs> so I, I didn't know they still existed, but now they're just chicks. Which, by the way, is super offensive to a lot of women. <laughs> so. Matt, I want to uh, end today on the SI swimsuit. So every I feel like every year the SI swimsuit comes out. And they have to do some new progressive, uh, enlightened, righteous change to just hot girls in barely their bikinis and showing off their tits. This year, so the past years they've had the fat woman. They've had the old women. The burqa. They've had the, Mus- the, 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 the Muslim women in the burqa. This year, the first trans woman in a, in a bikini, bikini heading up. I thought they did that already. No, they did not. They did... Uh, uh, They've been talking about it for a while. They have not done it. This is the first year they're doing it. Uh, it's supposed to be extreme. Uh, her name's Valentina Sampaio. Uh, it's supposed to be an amazing. And all I see about how, so all the essays online about how this is really going to take trans acceptance to a new level. And all I think about is like, no. 
<laughs> no, no, I don't think it's going to do anything at all for trans acceptance because I don't think that people who read it, and by the way, whenever they do these like little, you know, little shows of like political correctness or whatever, it's always like two pictures and there's 10,000 pictures of like the girls with their hands on their tits with perfect bodies on the beach. Mm-hmm. So it's always a joke because this is, SI is losing money hand over fist. This is the only thing they make money off of. They've right, brought, it's like their whole business. It is the only profit center of the entire SI operation. And they're ruining it. And, and they're ruining it, but what they don't do, they don't ruin it. They, they ruin it with all the publicity and they talk about this. When you, when they, if you go online to find this lady, you will discover that you will have to look at 87, pic, have to, you will look at 87 pictures of hot chicks first because they're not that dumb. <laughs> they're just not that dumb. They're not like, uh, here's a penis. Like, they're just not that down to put that. They're like, here, you got to look at 10 shots of a girl. With- I mean, it goes into the whole McLuhan thing or whatever, but like, as a straight guy, are you like, well, they presented me this, uh, this guy with a dick, but he's wearing a bra. Do I want to fuck him? <laughs> no. No. Actually, I don't. It's, it seems to be very. You can't really change my mind on this. No. And I think it just. It seems like this is not the way to get, I guess, if trans acceptance is your goal, this isn't the way to do it. Like, I feel like this, like taking something that is traditionally extremely gender specific and then throwing in someone's. Now, you might say, like, okay, who are that hot, what's that, uh, whatever her name, the hot, hot, fatter girl is, uh, Graham, Ashley Graham. Mm-hmm. You might say, okay, putting like a, like a sort of round girl in there with big boobs and who's attractive. Okay, maybe that gets guys, some guys will go like, yeah, I bang a fat chick, you know? But, or, yeah, I bang a woman in a burqa. <laughs> like, old lady, 70-year-old lady, she's still hot, might go there. <laughs> but, you had me up until that, so, but sure. So everyone, everyone's got their thing. But the, 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 the trans thing is like, that makes no sense at all. They've just taken something that nobody who reads a magazine wants and slapped it in their face. If, the, the, either admit that your magazine... Just admit that your magazine is putting out skin and cheese for guys. Right. And then this isn't the appropriate place to be make political statements or make it all political statements and stop showing the other 10,000 hot women. Well, who's... So, like, when I see that, I'll walk into, like, a gas station and see the Sports Illustrated thing. And on the front of it, it has some absurd amount of... It, it's, like, only twelve ninety nine, And I'm like, who the fuck is buying this? <laughs> I don't know. Well... They've gone, to mo- you know, they've gone to monthly now. They've cut back the staff. They've been sold twice in the last year. And so they, they're actually owned by the people who own uh, scouts.com. Scouts. Mm. Those guys, uh, you know, they're scouting stuff um, for football and everything like that, that media group. So their goal, and they hired back uh, Ford, uh, Pat Ford. Was it Pat Ford? Uh-huh. The old writer. He was an old SI writer to head up. But basically cut like 60% of the staff. They're just using freelancers now. Um, so this is their big thing. But they're only publishing once a month. I don't know who still gets SI. I assume just barber shops. <laughs> That's, I don't, airports? Maybe airport bars? I don't know who else gets SI. I've never I mean, seen a person get one at their door in the last 20 years. Yeah, I, I stopped subscribing when I was like 13. They say they still have a 2 million person subscriber base. So now... I assume they're going to get rid of print edition very shortly, if not if, if they haven't already. Right. Um, but it's like it's completely pointless. But what is the so? And by the way, here's another here's a trans bone I have to pick with you. So the guy they had to for the article they had to talk to a trans activist who then tells you how many trans people are being killed because the first thing a trans activist talks about is how trans, how many trans people are being killed. Okay, so. <laughs> 
Well, if I was like, it's like talking to an Armenian person. It's just, you get the nineteen, you get the, the genocide. You can go. You can't really disagree. No, but here's the thing. So they're like, last year, twenty-seven trans people were were murdered. Okay, but if you look at the national murder rate, every year is about seventeen thousand people are murdered in this country. So if one third of one percent of those people who are one third of one percent identify as trans, that would be like eighty or ninety deaths by percentage. So they're actually yeah. getting murdered at a lower rate than the average population. And what you and I know about trans people, what you know especially, uh, is that a lot of them lead very uh, uh, eclectic lifestyles. They tend to truck have, stop hookers. Truck stop hookers. A lot of mental illness. A lot of drug use. A lot of you know uh, prom- promiscuous sexual behavior. Yeah. Dramatic relationships. I'm surprised a lot more weren't. <laughs> I'm surprised a lot more weren't killed. They're actually doing really well. But I feel like this. It's the kind of thing that would get some guy who reads SI to go kill a trans, to kill a trans person because it's like the crying game. They're like, oh, man, Valentina Sampaio, she's hot. Oh, man, I wish I could get with her. And then your buddy's like, dude, she has a dick. And you're like, ah! And then you go, remember? Was that on Jerry Springer where someone killed somebody? Uh, well, yeah. The, the, well, the, that was a, a, oh, guy, it was a gay guy. The gay guy, guy had a crush on the other guy. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, but in the crying game, he's like, uh, it's like they're going to kill. I mean, people... I think that is where people, where trans people probably do get killed, is when they reveal that they're, they, they, you know, get a guy who thinks he's got a hot chick, and then all of a sudden he loses, it's a dude, and then he fucking panics and freaks out and kills them. So I think you're kind of encouraging the very worst possible reaction from people by doing this, as opposed to like, hey, this trans person is the CEO of an ice cream company, and she's just like the rest of us. She gives out ice cream and makes different flavors. Like, now here she is. In a bikini, and now you want to have sex with her, and now you learn she has a dick. Yeah, I, I com- completely agree with you, and I don't think either of us have a problem with you, with a person being a t- transsexual. Just don't pretend you're a chick. That's all. Uh, don't pretend you're a chick, and don't have. I mean, there was a uh, SI is just. It shouldn't be. If you're going to produce a skin magazine, that's not the place for political progress. You have to. You have to divorce. It's yourself. kind of the opposite. <laughs> yes. of that. It's. A, it originated as a place for chicks to spread their asses and show their boobs. Yes. So it, I don't know how it evolved so quickly. And that is actually still how they make all their money. I mean, if you look at the clicks of where the traffic goes to, it still goes to those same girls. This, the, 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 the trans woman is not going to get traffic or make But what money. are your odds that the person they hired to come up with this cockamamie bullshit scheme is a chick? Oh no! They, it is it is a check. She she does a, she does she always shows herself like in her own. The, the thing she started doing a few years ago is she had babies and she would show herself in her own bikini how imperfect her body was. <laughs> like I just I don't understand how you get women trying to match two things that are completely contrasting never works never works out. You have a skin magazine then trying to be female empower, female empowering. It just doesn't but it never work. works the other way around. It's not like the the president of women's soccer is like Macho Man Randy Savage or some shit. No, right? no. Why is it always subversive? Although, if you look at women's magazines that are very like Elle or Glam or whatever, they're very feminist forward. They still do only feature hot women in their pages. Oh yeah. So they have figured out a good way to be like progressive, female, all for women. And yet we still have like 120 pound, six foot tall models featured throughout our magazine, half dressed. So it's, it's, but it's so transparent. So I just, I don't understand how anyone's getting paid. Yeah, I'm going to go with the no dicks and SI rule. That has to, that has to be. I'd a be thing. great. 
Matt, our show is over. You have something you wish to pimp and promote? Uh, no. What are you going on? COVID? You going on a COVID tour? Are the clubs are the clubs even open? No, no, nothing's open. Yeah. I do have a book, which if we do this again soon, I'll promote. But is it is it finished? Uh, yeah. I mean, it's I'm, you know, editing minor yeah. minor edits on. Okay. It. Can I get a copy? I get a copy. Yeah, I'm publisher's meant, copy. I will, meant it be to open, send will it be to you. Will it be an open? Will it be a, a, a soiree of some kind? Like at a, you know, rent out a Melrose uh, studio and. Do some kind of book signing, book signing. I expect to make no money in it. But the chick I've been blowing—the uh, <laughs> <laughs> SI this model, morning, yeah, hot SI model—you've been blowing. Freud. Yes. Uh, no, the girl I've been seeing said it was good. So, and she hates me. So does she? Oh, that, good. That if means she, it's if she likes it, she hates you. I'm going to love it. And this is a Jewish girl too, right? Very. Okay. Perfect. I, I think. I think. What, what's the top? What, can you give us a, a hint of the topic? Oh, yeah. It's just. Uh, it says the working title is Alaska Confidential, so it's just like the part of Alaska that you might not think of if you think about it in a stereotypical way. Is this going to be like better than Sarah Palin's book? I think so. Yeah. Do you have sex with four basketball? Players? Do you have four sex with four high school basketball players in, the, in your story? No, uh, maybe not. Be, maybe not be quite as good. But I'm looking. For, I'm looking forward to reading. I've always been supportive of you. I supported your uh, political career. Uh, in West you did. Hollywood, you, you donated, anything. and your rap, your rap career, and that too, and that still comes up. By the way, uh, sometimes when I pull up my phone, uh, the uh, your rap songs come up on my uh, playlist, <laughs> and I always for a second I go like, "Who is this again?" <laughs> like it's just it's just something like, "How is this beatnik fucking poet like ra- angry rapping?" Well, I'm thinking like, uh, who are like the guys that or considered geniuses like after they were dead for a hundred years, like uh like, Thoreau or something. Yeah, yeah, or Van Gogh after like he never sold a yeah. paint until he died. It's probably not gonna be like that. <laughs> you're waiting for your, your way. <laughs> there was that great skit with the uh, fucking the guy what was the guy who played Kramer and Seinfeld. Uh back in the old days they had that skit show and he was like an artist and nothing was selling. Uh, and his agent said, We need to kill you. You need to die. <laughs> I've determined there's no other way for you to make money but to die. He's like, what? He goes, yeah, I have to kill you now. <laughs> and then your pains are going to sell like crazy. He's That's like, no, no. Funny. And the guy's like, no, it just ha- there's just no other way. I've looked at everything. I've researched everything. It's the only way it's going to work. <laughs> and he's considering like whether he should kill himself so that his art will finally be sold or not. That's fucking funny. All right, this is Lex, Last Man on Earth. Talk to you hopefully uh, next week, depending on how the... Uh, uh, coronavirus uh, a SARS-2 uh, spreads. If I'm still alive. If you're still alive. Talk to you next week. Come on, Charlie. You know you did it. Fess up. I did not poop the bed. Whoa, 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 whoa. Rewind. What? I'm sorry. Did you say something about pooping in a bed? Yeah. Yeah. There was some poop in our bed this morning. Oh, jeez. And Charlie did it. That is bullshit. Charlie. Oh, guys, hold on a second. Relax. Walk us through what happened. Nice and slow. All right. Well, yesterday we wake up and there's a piece of poop right in the middle of me and Frank, okay? Wait a minute. So this happened two nights in a row? Yeah, man. So we throw the first piece of poop out, because big deal, whatever. Accidents happen, right? But then this morning, there's another piece of poop in the exact same spot. Now, Frank says it's not him. I say it's not me, but you bet your ass it's one of us. Uh, This is a lot to handle. Now, the second poop, you held on to it, right? Brought it along. Oh, Oh, no. We said we can't predict the future? How could we possibly have seen something this awesome? Yeah, we're going to have to clear our schedules. Uh, What? This is going to require a lot of attention. You're not going to go out with me tonight because these idiots found two poopies in a bed? Yeah, Dee, but it's not the poop. It's the mystery behind the poop.